0: my attention and I'll be damned if I never of it. Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, sort of here with crystal. Doug. Hey. Final Fantasy 16 finally had its DLC announced yeah. and conveniently yeah. also had one of its DLCs released. That was cool. So, Final Fantasy 16 Echoes of the Fallen mm-hmm. is the first DLC for what I still think is one of the best games of this year, even with all the other <laughs> craziness. Yeah, uh, that was released at the Game Awards, and then The Rising Tide will come out. Uh, I think it's in spring of 2024. But th- so this is the first one. It's ten bucks, which I was really excited to see. Ten bucks. Yeah, I was, I was expecting I w- much more.
1: I was. It was funny. I was like, I hope this isn't twenty, but it was ten. I was like, this might be smaller than I think it is, but I think it was like the perfect ten dollar size of like, yeah, like a little bit of Final Fantasy sixteen. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah,
0: it's very much that perfect if you just wanted a little more sixteen. Yeah, you and, want and, a little and, bit more sixteen that feels end game ish is really what th- it is. It's not middle of it. It's this is very much mm-hmm. end game stuff.
1: I was shocked that just to get into a little bit, it was the quality of the rest of the game. Like, I was just wondering, oh, either, like, go either go down, like, a little bit. It's like, that's oh, a little 10-bucker thing. It's like, oh, no, this is just, like, more of that really cool shit
0: of <laughs> Final Fantasy yeah.
1: Sixteen.
0: especially, and we'll probably skirt around spoilers, but the final boss of this, I thought, was just incredible, and we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit. But to talk about what this is, it is a $10, basically a new dungeon mm-hmm. is really what it is. Um, Clive and crew basically get noise about these weird fragile crystals that have started showing up and basically you kind of go hunt down where these are and that leads you into this big giant tower which functions as the dungeon for this dlc it's about three hours long yeah it would take a little bit two and a half three hours i think was kind of where i was at with it Mm -hmm. um But again, it just it fits it fits in very well. It feels very much just like here is another cool chapter from Final Fantasy sixteen to just kind of slot in here at the end that gives you a lot of detail about the world, I think.
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting because like The Fallen, which was a sort of like proto a civilization group that was kind of like highly advanced and stuff. They weirdly really did not talk about it until like the very end of final fantasy 16. They talked about yeah. like a little bit more of like what the purpose was, but this just like dives full, like head full on into like what that like proto uh, final fantasy 16, like, the humans were like Um, Mm -hmm. it is so cool because i think the thing i felt was missing from final fantasy 16 was more of the techie stuff that i like like the the thing i like about final fantasy in general i mean i came out with seven it's like i realized there was like a fantasy with like a bunch of tech thrown together so it's like a very like modern day final fantasy and i felt like 16 felt it just to me i'm not a huge fan of like traditional fantasy settings it felt a little bit too traditional fantasy so this is like to be like my favorite stuff, Final Fantasy, where it mixes those mm-hmm. two sort of things. So it's like really going really into heavy into tech and just kind of hearing like uh, cool computerized voices and Final Fantasy 16 was like <laughs> kind of jarring in a neat way. Um, yeah, because because yeah.
0: they went so traditional fantasy with this. So yeah. seeing all this kind of tech stuff felt like, oh, you kind of feel like you need to throw that in there because Final Fantasy always has that little bit of a twist to it. But I mean, yeah. in this, you are fully engrossed in it. That is the whole purpose of this. Um, and I just, I really felt like it did a lot of good just to be able to see some of the stuff, because I feel like the Fallen stuff, like your base is an old Fallen thing. Like there's so much, there's so much talk of the Fallen, but to actually kind of be able to get to see them interact with some of their stuff, if that's not too spoilery, it's in the first like 10 minutes of the DLC. Um, it's just, it's very cool. It's very interesting. And I think the... The general concept of, and again, not too spoilers, you find this out pretty early, is like there's this potential new mother crystal that you never knew about. Yeah. Just really played well into what Clive is doing at this kind of end game piece and at the end game time in this game.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because the DLC kicks off. Um, I thought it was interesting because, like, so we're going to have to get a little bit exposed to Final Fantasy 16. Um, it kicks off the the i think like the the impetus for it it's like you have to unlock the final mission of final fantasy 16 to yes. even unlock to play this dlc and they mentioned that this whole thing started because you destroyed all the mother crystals um i just really i thought that was like really really neat it's kind of like a little like oh there's like a little bit of a reaction to you have destroyed all these crystals besides yes. just how that ties in the end of final fantasy 16 but like an additional reaction here um i really like that there is one really annoying aspect that I, I, we kind of skipped over is that you need to play two really important side missions before you get into this. Um, And they're not long, but they're not short. It's about, like, if you didn't touch side missions, I think most people didn't, um, it takes about a half hour to go through, like, the side mission stuff just to unlock the DLC. So,
0: yes, it's very clear at the beginning, too, that you need to play these. Once you do these two side quests, it will unlock. Mm -hmm. I didn't have access to either of those two side quests. Yeah, same, exactly. So I had to go back and, like, dig through some weird wiki. I think I actually found it on somebody's Reddit post of like, what do I even do to get this quest to unlock? Because yeah. I can't even do the quest that it's telling me to do. Because again, there are those side quests. The thing I will say about those side quests, and this almost should be in our final fantasy 16 review is those side quests should have been in the main game. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like there's a I reason mean, they make you do these. It very much felt like, Oh, people complained that these characters didn't have like this big bond. And these are like big bonding side quests for these characters.
1: These are in the main game. They just require you to do. No, them. no,
0: I mean, I mean, like as part of like the main like if oh you're main campaign. Trip, oh it, yeah, like you have to do these two sort because they feel yeah. that important.
1: Yeah, they're huge story moments for Jill and huge story moments for oh god, what's his brother's name? Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, it was it was funny that and this is the this is like one of those things like it's hard to not talk about like issues you know, like we have with the Final Fantasy. Or I personally have with Final Fantasy 16. It's like I didn't know this was the important side mission. <laughs> it's like yeah. it gives like really nice closure to like both of those characters. And then it adds them as a full party member. So the thing I really liked for the DLC is that it it felt. I mean, I don't really have an issue with Final Fantasy 16 focusing on Clive, but this was like the first time it felt like this is my party of like yes, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, because doing both those, you unlock having Joshua as your full time party member, and you unlock having Jill as your full time party member. Yep. So going in this dungeon, you have both of them side by side, and it felt. Um, I don't know. It just felt it, it made it feel like more unique. Uh, it might be more Final Fantasy as a result because of that. <laughs> um, but just like to, to man some of the boss fights in this, I think I think this is sort oh, of yeah. like to me this like this exemplifies both like the best and worst of Final Fantasy 16 because doing those side missions, getting into that like that little piece of it is not so fun. I mean the quests themselves have interesting story pieces, but going out in the open world and stuff, you're like, oh yeah, this is the part I wasn't a huge fan of Final Fantasy Sixteen. Yep. But the second you get in that dungeon, uh, I, I text you this, like the graphics suddenly get a bazillion times better <laughs> and it looks incredible. It looks very cool. It looks incredible. And it has some of like some of like the coolest fights I think like in the game. Um,
0: yeah, uh, d- well, divorce you, from
1: icon fights, but like that's kind of their own yeah. thing. But just because yeah.
0: I think it's had what three, like three mini bosses before the final boss. I think yes, yeah, yeah. And so, and each one is very, very well done. Each one's really fun. They play very differently. Um, I don't want to spoil too much what they are, but just to kind of really quick, briefly touch on it, the final boss in this is one oh, of yeah. the coolest fights in this game. It is, yeah, absolutely. Um, it is up there with the final boss of the main game, I think, just in terms of, like, how crazy it is, the stuff being thrown at you, what's going on, just, mm-hmm. it is very cool, um, very much a, not Easter egg, but a, like, oh, yeah, hey, that thing from Final Fantasy, if you know your Final Fantasy lore from prior games, so... Just yeah. very cool final boss.
1: I thought it was it was funny because I thought the the final boss, like this whole this whole DLC reminded me a lot of Nier, and everybody's talking it's like, yes. well it's actually it's actually very similar to a Final Fantasy. It's actually the thing that's actually aping on is a Final Final Fantasy XIV. Raid Dungeon, which I've never played. So my nope. only context for cool tech stuff in fantasy worlds is like is near. Um, <laughs> so it feels like very near, especially the final boss. The mu- the the animations on that final boss were so fun and so good in context of what's going on of this thing kind of going to its limits and it really really exemplifies that in its animations in the fight yeah. the fight is pretty difficult um some of the boss fights have like kind of like newer mechanics that aren't they didn't yep. really do too much of in um in Final Fantasy 16 so it just felt like i i always like these DLCs where it feels like they like it's because it's end game they can play a lot more it feels yeah. like cuz it's like only the most hardcore Final Fantasy 16 people will play this um, and it's just, it's really good. I, I play where I only have like half, uh, I only use one, um, uh, one armor slot to make it like a little bit more difficult and the difficulty in that was like super nice. It was like actually kind of scary final boss and the boss and the boss and all this were like, were pretty scary and fun to fight. Yeah. Um, just mechanically just incredible. I was, I was shocked how, uh, how just this just felt like just the same budget as anything else in Final Fantasy 16 and really exemplify in the, in all those boss
0: fights, yeah, especially for just being a 10-buck thing. I mean, I feel like yeah. most most 10-buck DLCs feel throwaway. This very much did not, which I was very appreciative of. So yeah, it's cool. Stuff. If you're into 16, yeah. check it out. We are Workforce Gaming. Leave a comment below. Subscribe to our channel. We try and get new videos up every Monday, and we will see you later. Bye.